Hi, uh, welcome to my Hustle and Faith podcast. I decided to go on and share a little bit about why um, I started this podcast, what uh, my history is with business. Um, half of the podcast is going to be about inspirational stories, um, kind of just stories that'll help motivate you to get out of your head. Um, I've spent many years in my head uh, in, in places that were a place of fear or a place of doubt, even though my name is Faith. And um, I'd like to help get you out of that box. Um, and some of these inspirational stories are really just kind of for me, you know, they've helped me. And so I'd like to help you as well and hopefully inspire you on your journey, whether it's in business, in school, um, in life as you're, maybe you're writing a book or you're just going to decide to go um, finally jump in and join a dance class or start a new business or buy a business um, or sell a business, whatever that happens to be. Um, and like I said, uh, the other half is going to be about business because I am really just a business nerd. Um, my parents owned a small business. Uh, they had a side hustle before they had a business. And that hustle, I believe, has really always been present. Um, my dad was a blue-collar worker. My mom stayed home part of the time, and the rest of the time, she was trying to come up with a side hustle, I believe. Um, uh, it, her side hustle, and kind of combined with my dad, was um, getting properties ready for homeowners to either flip um, or rent out. So from a very young age, like five, six years old, I was helping prep walls for paint or cabinets, um, just kind of all the things with real estate. So uh, this last year, I actually made a jump that I kind of tossed around doing for a while and got my real estate license. Um, I love dance. I love music. I love cars. So I'll be talking a lot about kind of in, in uh, incorporating those into what I'm sharing on my podcast as all of those have influenced me in business as well. So um, when I was 12, I started dancing. I was taking um, Polynesian dance lessons. I was learning how to hula. And uh, that turned into me opening my own dance studio when I was 15. Um, initially, I was just teaching out of the garage. Like we converted the garage into a dance studio mirrors, carpeting. Um, thankfully, hula, you don't need uh, fancy like the wooden spring dance floors. We just needed some good covering. And um, that's really uh, my first like official business launch was when I was 15. Um, before that, I had always been trying to make some extra cash by, uh, at one point we had a bunch of fruit trees. So I was making um, lemonade. I was making tangerine aid because we had tangerines as well. And I would set up uh, a little lemonade stand at the park um, out in the front yard. And we had an avocado tree. We had a plum tree. So I had a little fruit stand here and there as well. Um, and at one point, actually, I think I was like, I guess probably like eight years old, I really wanted some cash to buy some stuff. And I went up and down my street and looked and observed um, whose yards looked bad. They had a lot of weeds or they needed watering, things like that. Um, 
And my next door neighbor was like, I have this huge patch in my front yard that's all weeds, but um, it's, it's taking up, you know, the, the choking out the roses. So um, I uh, made an agreement that I would um, pull, pull weeds out of the rose bush garden. And um, so I think that was really, besides lemonade and orange, uh, orange tangerine, um, juice, which was like a lemonade, I, I was pulling weeds and landscaping as my first money-making. I think that made me the most money um, until I started teaching dance. So when I started teaching dance, this was um, quite a few years ago. It was before most people had a cell phone. Um, it was before online marketing. It was before the internet was really accessible to the public. Um, I'm not young, and uh, the, really the only way you could advertise at that point was with um, yellow page ads, newspaper ads, bulletin boards, um, unless you wanted to do like a commercial on TV or a radio ad, and uh, didn't have the money for any of that. So um, what I wound up doing was coming up with kind of a, a marketing plan of getting people a free dance lesson. Um, we would go to events and we would perform at either like community events, um, maybe churches would have a carnival and I would pass out, I printed up these um, little, uh, not a coupon, but like basically a little flyer that said, if you want to um, learn how to dance, uh, fill out this, this form, put it in the fishbowl or the basket up at the front of the, of the stage and you'll enter to win um, a free dance lesson. And what I did was I called everybody that put in uh, an entry form for that. And everybody got one week free and somebody got a month free. Um, and what I found in that is that most people that came in were interested. They, um, you know, really, for the most part, most of them loved uh, the dance class. And most of them converted into sales. So um, that was my first introduction and my first testing the waters in marketing. And um, yeah, so I did that. Um, I had a studio for three years as a physical location. And then I also taught dance at um, recreation departments and uh, community centers. So, um, I made a logo, um, had all the, this fun stuff put together. Now, um, I stopped teaching when I was 18 um, because there was just a lot behind that. Um, I'll share more about that later on. But um, what I learned in that space um, was really how to start a business um, with not a lot of resources and not a lot of money. Uh, really grassroots, you know, bootstrap, all of that fun stuff. Um, and when I turned uh, 18, 19, somewhere right around there, um, I decided to go to school and become an accountant um, or a bookkeeper because I thought, sat down and I thought about it. And I was like, every business always needs someone to do their books. Um, because if they don't know how much money they're making or how much money they're spending, uh, they can't really run their business. So I was like, this is a safe bet. So I went to school for that for a couple of years and started working in bookkeeping um, for a couple of different companies. I've worked in bookkeeping uh, and as accounting clerk for um, a nonprofit, for a construction company. And that, in that construction company, I really 
um, got mentored by the owner of that company because it was really just me and him and then the people that were going out and uh, working. And I loved just sitting around and talking shop with him. Um, I remember it used to drive his wife crazy that um, we would talk shop over like dinner and, and uh, you know, just hanging out and things like that. But I just wanted to learn and absorb so much about business because he had been in business for over 10 years, um, probably 15 years uh, when I first met him. And he understood a lot about business and I was just fascinated. So um, fast forward, you know, after I um, had been working in accounting and bookkeeping, I went and kind of shifted my major and uh, took legal classes and got my paralegal certificate. And I had a lot of fun knowing that I could research and put together, you know, documents and paperwork and make money doing that. That was a lot of fun. Um, I've sold for different companies for quite a few years. And obviously in my dance studio and a couple other places, I've been in sales. Um, and I, to an extent, I am fine with it. I'm more kind of like, I will do it when it's necessary and I understand it and I enjoy marketing and, and kind of strategizing things like that. Um, but uh, cold calling has been like uh, an aspect that I don't really necessarily enjoy. Um, but all of the nuts and bolts of building a business is really my go-to. Um, and I've done that with several businesses. One business uh, I worked with we went from selling the first month that I worked there, we sold um, probably a couple thousand in product. Um, and then within six months, we were selling over 2.5 million per month. And uh, it was so fun, it was super exciting. I enjoyed myself immensely, um, but there was a lot into that. There's a lot in the logistics, there's a lot in the accounting, there's a lot in the customer service. Um, and all of the just, I'm going to say nuts and bolts again, but all of that aspect of how to keep things running and flowing and moving along without just getting completely overwhelmed. So in this podcast, I'm helping to um, give people that are entrepreneurs, whether or not you're starting out, whether or not you've been in business for a while, or whether or not you're just kind of tossing around an idea of like, what do I want to do in business? And um, you have that kind of driver calling that you've decided that you want to take that leap. So I want to give you guys some tools, some resources, some things I've learned along the way. Um, and going back to what I said about loving cars. So I'm a huge car nerd. I, as a little girl, used to sit down with my dad and just hand him tools and learn how to figure out how to change the oil and the spark plugs and all of that fun stuff, brakes, rotors, all that cool stuff. Um, and I equate having a business really to um, having a vehicle. So in business, even if your business has been doing X, Y, Z for a certain amount of time, if you're not fueling it with um, marketing and money and development and kind of just going through the engine that is in a business and each business of how it works, um, you're going to break down on the side of the road somewhere at some point if you're not maintaining your business. Uh, 
each time you drive a vehicle, you you're putting fuel in, you're making sure the oil change, you know, is good. Hopefully you're not like a friend of mine who used to drive his vehicles. Uh, you'd buy a brand new vehicle and drive it until it ran out of oil and then dump it and buy a new one. So <laughs> hopefully you're not doing that. Hopefully that's not your pathway. Um, in business, you can do that. You can take a business and ride it until it just dies and leave it parked on the side of the road somewhere. Um, but that's never efficient, in my opinion, and uh, doesn't help with legacy if you, you know, have kids or a family or, you know, just want to build something and resell it. Um, you know, we'll talk about what we're doing along the way in our business. And in business, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunity to have growth. Um, several years ago uh, was when I had my first business mentor. And I've always been in a space where um, I knew that I needed input from other people to help me grow in business and learn and develop. Um, it's kind of like having a coach, you know, in any team, and I'm a, I like football, um, the Saints, New Orleans Saints are my team. And um, if you don't have a good coach slash mentor for your business life, and I'd say actually, you know, even just in life in general, but you know, it's very impactful in your business to make sure you have a mentor, make sure you have a coach. Um, because there's people out there that have already done what you're trying to do and what you're planning on doing. And no NFL team, um, no baseball team that's professional that has a goal of like, hey, we're going to go out and get some things done operates without a coach. So um, I'm going to be bringing on some coaches as well and kind of giving them, uh, you know, an opportunity to speak into your life. And, um, you know, I, I very much don't like doing things differently than um, my, my habits uh, have drawn me into, but by changing and doing the things that they've recommended, it's directly impacted my bank account in ways that don't make sense. You really have to go with faith and believe that what they're telling you is what you need to do, even though it makes no logical sense sometimes. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to have you guys here with me. I hope to bring value into your life and share some stories of words of encouragement, ways that strategically you can grow your business or develop your business, um, or maybe just you know jump out there and get involved in business uh, in the first place. And, you know, really if I can run a business and develop a business and I started doing it at 15, um, you can do it as well. I didn't start it with any money. Um, I had some life experiences and some stories and some things to teach, but really, um, I believe that anyone can start a business and I believe that business is so important. Um, the business that my parents ran, obviously it impacted my life, but you know, what really pushed me to want to start a podcast and help others develop their businesses is the fact that um, my parents ran their business in a way where they weren't operating it as a business to scale and to actually make, I'm gonna say make money. You know, Obviously they were making money. Um, at some months though, we really didn't make any money and they went into a business full-time without mentors, without 
learning steps to do, um, and actually without any marketing, which I would say never run a business without marketing. Um, you get what you pay for. You know, there's things that you can get for life for free, um, but they're not going to be adding a lot of value into your life, and they're not going to be adding value to your business. Um, there's this saying, and I don't know who originated it, you've got to spend money to make money. And that's absolutely 100% true in business. Um, you can make money, but at some point, the rubber's going to hit the road and you're going to have to spend money in order to get to that next level. Um, so that's one of the other reasons why I wanted to start a podcast and kind of just introduce information, data um, into the community into the online airwaves um, because it's so important to actually put fuel in that vehicle. Your vehicle is going to get you from A to B. If you don't fuel it with, with money, with mentorship, um, you're not going to get very far. You're going to be stuck on the side of the road. And uh, yeah, that's my, my back to the car reference. Um, but the, the other point I was trying to make in my parents' uh, business was that they ran their business in a manner where um, their business was their job. They operated the business 100% by themselves. And I've seen many business owners do that, where um, you're getting up and working for your business as your job. You're not running it, you're working it. And we grew up with sometimes no money for gas, sometimes no money for food, or we had to pick one. Do we buy gas today or do we buy food today? Um, and I remember sitting down and having many times a bowl of soup for dinner and the soup was water, potatoes, onions, and salt and pepper. That was our soup dinner because we had to put gas in the car because of the way they ran their business or didn't run their business. They were just getting up and going to work as a job every day instead of spending money, um, training people to come in and run it as a business. So I'd like to uh, help other people avoid those, those mistakes um, along the way. I'll share some mistakes that I've made in business along the way. And uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to spending more time with you guys um, online and um, appreciate you all for coming and tuning in. There will be um, some stories that we're sharing that are really just kind of people getting outside of the box. And in business, I believe that's something you really have to do almost on a daily basis is get out of the box. Um, business, even in the same industry, there could be two, um, two types of companies that are selling the exact same product. They're gonna have to do things differently. There's not everything fits in a fancy little box with a bow on it and it's gonna be ran the same way. Um, so that's something I think that, uh, you know, we all kind of have to think outside of the box and practice working outside of the box. Um, a book recommendation that I wanted to offer that really shifted my mindset around business and how to run in and operate a business and really just in life, um, is called Who Moved My Cheese? And, um, I really recommend highly, I don't remember the author's, uh, name, but, you know, Google is, is everywhere. So, um, you know, grab who moved my cheese. Um, I've found of late that uh, it's easier for me to just listen audibly to a book um, over audio because I drive around a lot and, and all those things. So, you know, if you can't find the, the time to sit down and read a book, 
just get it, um, you know, and listen to an audiobook version of it. Um, and, you know, kind of open your eyes and, and see to other concepts and things that have worked for other people. So anyways, that's my rant for the day. Thank you for coming and tuning in. Um, I hope you enjoy the show. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, um, I'd love to hear from you. Just, uh, you know, leave a message in, in the area below for the comment section. I would love to have you leave me a review. Um, you can email me directly, faith at hustle, A-N-D, faith.org. So it's faith at hustle and then the word and faith.org. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, um, yeah, I'm just excited to do this. I um, actually kind of put it down on a vision board in 2019 before pandemic and uh, pandemic shifted a lot of my life and I know many people's lives. Um, so I'm kind of just jumping all in and I hope to have you guys jump all in with me and um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Bye.